Welcome to the Jockey Club, a podcast looking at the movie Let It Ride, one scene at a time. My name is Dan Delgado, and we're at historic Hialeah Park where one man is having the best day of his life. I'm having a good day. So come on in and hang out while we talk about this day and the greatest movie of all time, Let It Ride. Don't worry about that guy at the door. I've got you covered. You can even take my seat to the jockey club. Welcome back to the Jockey Club. My name is Dan Delgado, and we are up to episode 26, which means that we'll be doing the 26th scene of Let It Ride. And really, it's the 26th scene according to me. This is the scene where Trotter returns home to Pam after leaving the track with $69,000. And if you're following along at home, this is going to be from minute 108.58 to 110.49. Joining me at my usual table is Eric Delgado, my usual guest, a gambler and the person I saw Let It Ride with a long time ago. So now let's head on up to my usual table at the Jockey Club, where we'll be discussing duplex living, pearl clutching, and the 26th scene of Let It Ride. So here we go. We are finally at the point where Trotter comes home. Eric, he's coming home. I guess for the, this is the only time that, that we're, we're really inside the Trotter household, correct? I mean, we've seen it when he called Pam, but this is the first time that we're in the Trotter household, right? Right. We've seen the bedroom. Yes. We've seen the living room. And I've, I'll tell you, honestly, I've tried to, um, over the viewings, I've tried to kind of assess what kind of dwelling we have here. You know, like, honestly, when we first see the bedroom, it almost looks like an apartment. You know, like, it's not very impressive. Well, I believe it's a duplex that he lives in because mm-hmm. the address is a half when he says the address oh, earlier. That's yes. a good detail. Is uh-huh. that right? Yeah, okay. yeah. And, oh, that makes I've got, a, I've got another one for you. I, this yeah. happened on an episode that you were not on, so I don't know if you heard it. Yeah. But the address that he gives is not in Dade County at all, but there mm. is an address that's really close in Fort Lauderdale. Wow. Okay. Well, that, you know, that makes sense too. Entirely possible that you could live in yeah. Fort Lauderdale and drive a cab in Miami. That's not out of, sure. out of the realm of things. So, yeah, that's actually logical, right? That'd be where to do the best business. So, yeah, so he's probably in a duplex. Yes. All right. So, here's my question to you, Eric, as yeah. someone mm-hmm. who has lived in apartments and duplexes sure. in, in this time period in this part of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm quite learned. All right, so how would you rate the Trotter apartment, the Trotter duplex? How is this household? What do you think when you're looking around? Okay, honestly, for a guy who's in his mid-40s, right? Yeah. Well, they don't tell us, but, I mean, Dreyfus is about 42 when he makes this movie. Right, right, right. Excuse me, just, you know what, can we hold on that question? Oh, yeah. Would, Would you like to drink, sir? Hi, yeah, I... Can I just get a uh, rum and Coke with, actually, a Diet Coke? Thanks a lot. Thank you. 
Okay, we were saying the Trotter household. How how would you rate this apartment? How does it look to you? Yeah, it's pretty lacking. You know, it's it's below average housing in my opinion. Below average. He, okay. Yeah, I All mean right. like that's a, it's a tiny little living room. He walks in, you're immediately it's one of those where you're like immediately thrust into the living room. Yes. Which is always seems low rent to me. That bedroom looked like I said apartment type bedroom. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, this seems like a little like twelve hundred square foot, you know, kind of duplex thing that maybe it's only a one bedroom, you know, maybe I don't know. I I'm just gonna um, tell you right now what yeah. what you just said is larger than where I live right now. <laughs> you know twelve hundred square feet. When I thought about it, I I did think about your apartment. <laughs> And I thought, isn't his something like a thousand nine hundred? Nine hundred. But still, that's yours is an apartment. Right? It is an apartment. So, yeah. Right. So a duplex has got to be bigger than that. That's why you know. Even oh, though, I see. The expectations are a little yeah. better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and but but still, you're on the low end of like what I'm saying. Okay, your thousand square foot apartment mm-hmm. is not as low rent as the twelve hundred square foot duplex. Because, you know, you're in a I'll different I'll take that as a win. Okay? All right. That's what I'm trying to say. So I think, yeah, with two 40-year-old people who, mm. you know, have jobs and mm-hmm. should be somewhat... This is not... I'm not impressed. You yeah. Know, I, I, gave, I gave a low grade. Now, it seems, you know, neat enough. It's not a pigsty. That's true. It is in decent condition. Yeah, she right. keeps it up well enough. She's she's got some pride in herself. Well, but yeah. Oh, uh, well, uh, you're right. Up until this point, yeah, this is this might be right. We we've caught her at a bad time. Yeah, wait, this is the point where she's decided to let the pride go. So, well, so this is a very short scene. We should discuss exactly what happens. Trotter comes home, and Pam yeah. is passed out, drunk on the couch. And I love that this is his his leading line. It's very telling. The first thing he says to her is, I didn't bet. That's the first line he has. I didn't bet we're rich. Right. So it's, it's, I, I'm not leading that with we're rich. I want you to know that I did not do the thing that you didn't want me to do. I did not bet. Right. And that's based on that conversation that is so convoluted between them where He's on one track and she's on a couple of tracks where, you know, she's not quite hearing everything he's saying. But at the end, you you might get that she does. You know, she's saying, uh, you know, you can take the bed and you can make bets with that. You can sell I, yeah. the refrigerator. Sell the. I love that. Take the bed and make bets with it. That's yes. how clueless she is. <laughs> like he would actually take the bed down. Maybe there's an area at the track. You know, that you can say, all right, I, yeah, what do you got? A qu- Was that a queen? All right, yeah, that's 800. <laughs> all right, give me six quinellas. <laughs> give that's me great. 10 $50 win tickets. I love that. Yeah, no, that, that's just a bad idea. Like, I was thinking, I wonder how could that work, right? Like, why isn't there a pawn shop that's just opened right inside a Dude. track? Right, you know, in Vegas that they're set up for things like you know, sell your car immediately. You know, make bets with it. Make bets with your car. You know, that's that's. So she's close, right? <laughs> Except for it's make bets with your bed. With your bed. Yeah, that's not likely in Vegas because you know you're at, you're most likely at some you know temporary housing. That's true. But yeah, but yeah, that so so you have that conversation where he's trying to tell her 
no, no, it's all good. And she's gone way off the cliff to the point where she proclaims that, you know, she's going to now become a professional alcoholic. That's it. Your and, thing is gambling. Uh, my thing is going to be alcohol. Right. And it's wonderfully sweet and sad at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, because she's talking about how much in love she is with Jay and she can't just do without him. So I'm going to give in to your sickness and I'm going to develop my own. But anyway, so that is the lead up to when he walks in and says, I didn't bet. He says it like as if she's going to be completely cogent to the situation, yes. which, you know, when when we when we see her hang up, I, we have no faith in that she even knows what's going on. Oh, absolutely not. No, nothing yeah. at all has has entered from what he's been saying. It all just kind of filtered through. She heard none of that. She was yeah. already three sheets to the wind. And, yeah. she, and she does just sort of hang up on him while, yes. while he's yep. still trying to find out if she meant it when she said, I love you. I know. <laughs> she says, mean what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So he shows up. He announces, I did a bet. He announces that we're rich. He has all the things that you would have to woo your woman. Indeed. Champagne. Mm-hmm. He shows her that he has bought her. A brand new necklace. Hmm. Bling. And then, because those don't seem to do anything. Because, you know, she's passed Zero. out drunk, right? Zero, yeah. Then he brings out, this is, this is the winner. This will wake her yeah. up. Yes. He brings out the money box, pops it open. What does he say? $69,000. Like, <laughs> it's almost like... He knows how iconic his line was from earlier, which is, of course, it is to the audience. You know, we all love his delivery of that line because he doesn't just say $69,000, $69,000, but he gives the little muted version. Yes, yes. It's almost yes, it's, uh, game show-esque. $69,000. Right. Right. And you know what? It's a little meta when you think about it, right? <laughs> Because he's aware, again, that he's given this great delivery. So, yeah, that's what he says. So, pops it open. Here it is, 69K. And she does actually wake up for a moment here. Oh, yeah, she has her best line of the movie. This is the best line? It's uh, my favorite line. Piles and piles? What she does it mean? Piles of, of tiles. Oh, is that piles of tiles? She says piles of tiles. And first of all, she says nine Piles of tiles. She says nine okay. piles of tiles. Nine piles of tiles. Oh, th- this is really good because yeah. I did hear the nine, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? But mm-hmm. I've always thought it was piles and piles. Oh, right. So when you think about him saying $69,000, I guess that's what she's, she's trying to repeat. You know, she gets the nine, yes, right? Yes. And then it's $1,000, right? So she says piles of tiles. <laughs> so she just, she hears it. What's great is that she doesn't deliver it drunk. She, like, hears it drunk, right? Like, so she's repeating what she thinks she heard. Okay. Usually, we're trying to say something correctly, and you're slurring it because you can't get the words out. But she says them perfectly, so it's like reverse drunk. Her ears are drunk somehow instead of her mouth. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. I like this because I now actually feel as though I've, I've learned something new here. Okay, so 
the way it was originally written, or at least in this yeah. version of the screenplay. Yeah. So he says, sweetheart, $69,000. And yeah. she looks at it and says, it's all right. And then he picks up the cash, like a handful of money, huh? and holds it up and says, uh-huh. look. And she passes out. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it is an ad lib. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's great. Man, that's great by her. Because it's... <laughs> I'll tell you what. I remember in the in the theater, for sure, I had no idea what she said. Like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't figure it out. But you're right about like it sounding very game show-like. Oh, yeah, remember yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Also, what's noted in the screenplay is a mm-hmm. little bit of the apartment decor. And so it says how Trotter sits on the couch. His wife has passed out. The... Mm-hmm. Now, listen to this and see mm-hmm. how this plays to you. Okay. If you if you notice it while you're watching the movie, the kicked in TV set staring oh. him in the face. Oh, so Absolutely he has a TV not. set that is yeah. kicked in. Has to be by him, of course, right? Of course, right? Yep. That's that doesn't exist. Yeah, that doesn't exist. If that does exist, yeah. how do we feel about this? Especially looking looking at it right now in in 2020, I think we feel yeah. like, oh, okay, this is some sort of messed up, really bad relationship, right? Yeah, but you know what I would probably think uh-huh. is that this is probably based on just you know because this is the character development that we have. I'm thinking this is him betting on some other sport like football. Oh, of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. And so. They probably, for good reason, decide not to include that because it does change him, you know, when we're thinking about that. Because, you know, the, there's a big difference that we learn, like when you see the way Looney is. Looney's betting on anything and everything. And we like to think Jay is not doing that. Jay is, you know, a horse better. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he goes out, to, you know, so it's, I mean, it's a little difference in like, you know, his integrity. Yeah. So I, I think that we need that if we're going to continue, if we're going to back him as hard as we do. Exactly. Because, you know, I guess much like <laughs> one of your other guests asserted, you know, the, the his issue with the film was that, like, we don't learn anything. <laughs> okay, yes. Right, there's no lessons to be learned, which I, I, I object on that. I, I completely disagree. But I think that in this area... We're much more accepting of him if he's not a complete, just degenerate loser. Ex- oh, exactly. What- I, I feel as though it's one of those things that's a little, it's a little beyond the pale for us. Yep. If we see yep. that, I am positive that he kicked that TV in because the Dolphins lost. But, yes. mm-hmm. but it does indicate a level of anger and violence that we don't want to see in him. Exactly, so, right. The, no, it's not worth it, even though for a second it might seem funny. Yes, exactly. It's clearly written to be funny. It's meant yeah. to be funny. But right. yeah, it is the kind of thing where you're like, eh. Okay, so Pam is passed out. Tyler mm-hmm. takes a look at the coffee table and sees an empty booze bottle, a mixing glass, an ashtray full of cigarettes, a lighter, a martini glass, a jar of olives, and toothpicks. There you go. So clearly Pam has been smoking and making martinis. Right. 
That's got to be her, yeah. her, her drink of choice. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about how quickly she became committed to the alcoholism. And, and it goes like full bore. <laughs> like by the time he even gets home, she's like, look, I've done it. I'm a complete alcoholic. See, but what, I, what I like is, is that, you know, if you're going to be a blackout drunk alcoholic, you might just think of someone just pouring shots or just drinking straight out of the bottle, that sort of a thing. Right. But from yeah. what the evidence that we have, she's taking mm-hmm. the time to mix herself a proper drink. Pam is a classy broad. Okay, here, here's a little evidence of that is that in that scene where she comes to the when she comes to the Jackie Club, and I think it's the line when she says, "I don't know why people don't just you know watch them go around the track without betting," and she gets that like that terrible reception, right? Like I'm not sure if that's the line, but there's a line where she gets like the whole. Jockey Club is like upset. That, oh, that's absolutely. I don't know why you can't just watch the horses run around and not bet right. on them. Yes. It's, so what happens is, if you remember, what happens is that when she gets the reaction, which is whatever the scoffing, she does the thing where she reaches for like her, you know, her collar, you know, like or, or her blouse, you know, the top of her blouse. Yes. So like, like this is that, you know, old timey lady move to like, oh, my gosh, you mash her, you know, like to... <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's sort of a classy move, you know. There's not not too many modern women make this move, but she makes that move. Like, <gasps> how dare you? You know, look at me that way. Yeah, it's it's a little pearl clutching. I think would be might might be what you call it. But yeah, it, it's in that vein. Yes, yes, she does. That's really good pearl clutching because that does sound like again a little classy, right? Oh yes, yes. When Trotter yeah. goes ahead and blows a raspberry at everyone. I believe some. I believe there is a woman who literally clutches her pearls oh, at that moment. Oh, probably does. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. And you know, now that I think about it, I think in the scene where she's in the bedroom and she's dressed, <laughs> and she points to it like somebody's watched. Like I did, I did all this, you know, whatever. But then she does it again. I think she grabs because she's wearing like a little robe or something, and she clutches it. Right? She grabs it up at one point where she's like, oh my goodness, you know, whatever. So, yeah, so, so she's got classy, she's got classy broad moves. That's all. So, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. classy tendencies. There you go. Okay, sure. So, the martini makes perfect sense. So, while your wife is now blackout drunk <laughs> and you're sitting there with your $69,000, yeah. it just so happens that Trotter notices a deck of cards sitting out on the table. Yeah, very used, by the way. Well-worn v- deck of cards. Well-worn deck of cards. And yeah. here the music is swelling, and he makes oh, a declaration. Yeah. What's the declaration, Eric? Well, you know, <laughs> five of clubs. There you go. And five then, of clubs. Just before he does it. Okay. what's so interesting. That, this oh. viewing, so he looks, and I've always thought this, but just to be honest, he looks up when he says it. It's almost like he's looking to the heavens. Yes. When he says it, he's like, "Oh yeah." Who, he's telling them, "Whoever up there is what he's who he's talking." To. He says, five of clubs," but he's looking up, and then he picks it up. Yeah. And there it is, five of clubs. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my God! What? Right. Are, what are we gonna do now? I mean, this is this is the end of the scene. Now he's got to sit here and 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 think for a moment. But so, you, sir. Yeah. When, whenever you've been on a heater, hmm. as they say, yeah, have you ever thought, "All right, time to go," but 
maybe let me just check something real quick. Because maybe I'm still hot. It's <sighs> a good question. All right, so this this is definitely in the wheelhouse of anybody who's you know trying to be good mm-hmm. at any of this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. so I do have a lot of thoughts about it as I'm watching this, and even on repeat viewings, even knowing what's coming next, I am thrilled that he got out of there with the sixty nine thousand. <laughs> And I'm so glad that he made it home. He's already made a purchase. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you remember way back when, when we had a really good day at the casino. Yeah. Sure. Right? At the slots. Right? I said, okay, look, <laughs> the thing to do right now is to get out of this area and go and spend some of this money. Right? Yes. And, and you and I bought these really cool shirts. And then we had this. Oh, like, yeah. Right? I, yeah. Oh, right. Uh, uh, wow. What happened to that shirt anyway? I don't even know what they look like, but oh, yeah, really? you're right. I we still did. have it. It's so big that it, it's stupid because I think it was big to begin with. But like, yeah, I've tried <laughs> it. On, I've tried it on a dozen <laughs> times in the last 10 years and it never looks good. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can't wear it. But I keep it around. I don't even know why I keep it around because, like, oh, maybe I'll get that fat, you know, and then it'll look fine. So that's not a good Wait, wait, wait. So we didn't get the same one, though, did we? No, no, no. I got. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yours was more bowling shirt looking. That's not a negative, but it was one of those, like, that had, like, the. Two tone color, you know. Kind oh, of no, that's that sounds like me. That yeah, sounds like exactly. something I would buy. It was yeah, your type, okay. and mine yeah. was was one, you know, was like a light cotton blue cotton. But they were okay. both like hundred dollar shirts, you know, that were on some <laughs> rack waiting for us. And then we like spent asses. Yeah, we spent like five hundred on steaks and Goldschlager. Oh my God, we did yep. this. Oh yes, yeah. I ask even though I know I remember. Yeah, yeah, I know you remember. But we killed day. it. We killed I was say it. it was a good day, though. <laughs> Every one of us won It's a really good day. F- we all won more than $500 at slots, which is like, are you kidding me? Get, getting out of there with even your money is Heck great. yeah. You know? So, we, you know, we, it was fantastic. But the point is that he's done that, right? So, even what's more impressive to me is that they don't show it, but he buys the jewelry. So, yes. he obviously had to stop off, and he bought yes. something, right? That's a big deal. I can just tell you that's a big deal because it sort of like seals the event. You know, like, okay, I'm done now. I'm on the part where I'm enjoying the spoils. And Ah, that's the whole thing. It's like that mentality... Yep. Yeah, well, that's what's so interesting because he really has completely escaped it. Yes, and he even made his his list. Gone all the way home. Yes. I mean, have you ever done that where you went all the way home and then you still thought, uh, maybe I should go back? I'm going to guess that hasn't happened to you. No, honestly, what happens, <laughs> what happens is you get home and you have this relief of like, that's right. Now I sell. I did that. I didn't get Lord back in. I managed, you know, I have the big win, whatever it is. Now, again, you celebrate. Now it's the spoils because up until then, it's. Up for grabs, you know, it's it's in peril until you do that. And so he's so I'm reassured that he's got the money box and he's bought, like you said, he's bought the flowers and the, the, the bracelet. I mean, I'm sorry, the necklace. And so it's like, right. Let me just tell you, it's really difficult from that point to get momentum again. 
it's easier up until then because you've done nothing else, right? It's still like, like I said, it still exists as a possibility to give it up. But no, no, we're already on to the thing. You know, we're chopping it up. You know, like at, at, at the very um, most, what you might do at this point is say, and I guarantee you, right, nobody would, everybody's going to agree with me that has experience with this. You might say, all right, I'm going to take three grand and I'm going to go and see what I can do with that. But I'm not taking $69,000 back. No, no way, right? When I started, I had 50 bucks, right? So to take three grand, that's what you'll tell yourself. If you can't do it with, you know, whatever your number is, if you can't do it with that, then you're done. So the idea of this is otherworldly. It absolutely is. I hadn't thought about it like this, but you're, you're really onto something here. The, the idea that you've completely escaped. You've already kind of, as you put it, you've done your chop. You went ahead, you spent a little, you went all the way home. You still feel that you have the magic. You've proven it to yourself, whether that's real or not. And then the insanity to say, you know what? I'm going back and I'm bringing everything I still have. Everything I didn't spend is going with me. That's just crazy. This is why, okay, look, and I say this all the time because it's it's so commonplace to understand, but it's like, all right, Jay Trotter's life. If if you if you're gonna make a movie out of Jay Trotter at any point of his whole life, you say, when would it be? When would we, you know, detail that moment? And it's obviously this, right? And this is where I say, okay, this is why it's the moment. Because he's going to do something that nobody would ever do. That's, that's unheard of completely. Like, even up till now, his day, impressive, right? It's great. It probably can, you know, compel him. It, it, it can change his life. You know, like from this point on, it's a stepping stone to, you know, a springboard, you know, to a much better life for him right now. But, but you could still say, you know, okay, yeah, that happens to a lot of people. You know, that's sure. That, that's when you're in this life that, that, that can happen. But this moment right here is why you have the movie. To me, this is, that's why it's such a critical moment. Because nobody would do the thing he's about to do. And you also say, okay, well, like, what would even be the goal? Because sixty nine thousand dollars in nineteen eighty nine, this is a, just a ridiculous amount of money. Like you say, Jay, what's the number? You know, what would your greatest goal be? I mean, obviously, people might say, "Oh, a million dollars," but let's be realistic. You know, what would make you go, "Yep, it's the greatest day ever"? Sixty nine thousand dollars. We don't know that. You know, even he doesn't know that he's going to go for five hundred and eighty six thousand. Right, which is I think is what it comes out to. I think it's five eighty six. So it's not like, hey, it's not over. You know, I gotta go and uh, it's not over till I hit five hundred. You know, he he's not yeah, pursuing yeah. a goal. Right? No, there's not a goal. There's not a goal. It's just, it's just to to ride. It's just to yeah. it's just finish the ride. The I'm ride is still yet. happening. I I have evidence yeah. that the ride is still going on. Yes. And if I don't act on it, I'm going to squander it. I got to ride it all the way to the end. Right. Right. Which, you know, again, th- this scene also for me, because of this moment, really 
secures the notion that there's something mystical going on because this scene has it's like the the atmosphere in that duplex it's very hazy right like the, it's sun drenched and then it's also got some like filters going on you're hearing that you know those little chimes going and then what he does radio dan is something it's unbelievable okay to pick okay from so far he's been picking one horse out of ten right yeah every time yeah now he's sitting there some random deck of cards he hasn't had his hands on that's just sitting there 52 to one chance and he nails that it's not even connected to what he's been doing you know, it's not like, hey, I'm really in the zone at my tennis game today. I'm really in the zone picking horses today, right? He's affirming the fact that something ridiculous is going on inside him today where he can't lose. So that's a whole different thing up till now because everything he's done has been betting on the horses and getting it right. Now he just sees something where it's some other ridiculous game of chance that he decides, right? It's not even, he just picks his own game. I'm just going to pick up the, cut the deck and guess the card. And, and he nails it. And so it secures the fact that while it's the craziest thing, I'm, I'm, I'm sick to my stomach that he's going to go back. It's also like that move you just made, nobody makes that move. Nobody makes that move. Right. So it's like, it's come from the heavens. What's what's going on? He looks to the heavens, and then they res- they respond. Well, it, I mean, now that you've put it this way, I'm going back yeah. to the track. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Jockey Club. This episode was hosted and produced by me, Dan Delgado. Thank you to my guest, Eric Delgado. Our music is from Epidemic Sound. Our cover art is by Sean Labrie. And if you enjoyed this episode, and I would like to think that you did, then maybe you can help the show out by buying me a coffee. It's a real legit thing. There's a link to it in the show notes on how to do it. But if you're saving up all your pennies to bet on the four horse this weekend, hey, I understand. You can still support the show by leaving a free five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you may be listening. Just a quick reminder, there is Jockey Club merch. You want a t-shirt that has the Jockey Club logo emblazoned upon it? Well, you can certainly do that. There's a link to it in the show notes as well. If you would like to contact me, you can send me an email. It's dan at moviemaker.com. I am on Twitter at underscore Dan, underscore Delgado. Or even better, I'm on the Repod app, which is a great way to not only listen to podcasts, but to interact with podcast hosts like myself. Find it in your app store and come on by and say hello. This has been Dan Delgado for the Jockey Club. And remember, sometimes you could be walking around lucky and not even know it.